Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some noises you don't want to hear out on your pool route. And of course, these are all noises that are a bad sign. And I'll go over some of the ones that I've experienced over the years. And hopefully you won't hear any of these noises, but you probably will hear these because doing pool service, it's one of those things where things definitely will go wrong out there. So I'm going to go over some of these for you here today. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the first noise and one that's really dreaded out there in the industry is when you're going into your truck and you turn the key and you hear a click click or zzz. And that means that either your battery is dead or your starter is dead. Now, if the battery is dead, that's an easy fix. Usually, you can get AAA out there and they can swap out the battery. I only use AAA because they give you a three-year warranty on the battery. And if the battery does die, if you turn on your ignition and you're getting the click-click or the nothing's happening... You see all the indicators kind of moving for the, a lot of people have electronic indicators now, but in the old days you would see all the stuff kind of jittering, all the gauges and stuff when the battery is going out or not working properly. But AAA is great again because they'll come and within probably 30 minutes they'll be there and it takes them about 15 minutes to swap it out. So you could probably do the filter or you could do something at the pool while you're waiting for them to come by and swap out the battery. And I really think it's a great service. I've been a member for many, many years, and I, I think it's great. Starter is a different problem entirely because they don't come out and change the starter for you. That would be that would be nice, but that's not going to happen. And usually the starter sound is a click-click of your ignition. It's not turning over at all. And you're turning on and off your truck, you know, 20 or 30 times or 40 times a day, and it's going to definitely wear out. If you've ever seen, like, your mailman break down, they're always towing the mail trucks because they're the mail person's trucks because they're having the problem with their starters also because you're just turning on and off all day. So the thing is with the starter, you can actually get the truck running again. And I've done this before when I didn't want to call a tow truck. I wanted to finish my route. You just need someone to help you out. So if you have a customer that's home, have them come out to your truck. You crawl underneath your truck, find the starter. You can use a wrench or if you have a hammer. And as they turn the ignition, you just tap the starter with the wrench or the hammer, and it should start. Your truck should start. You just can't turn it off the rest of the day. So I've done this once before where I just went to every stop, left my engine running, you know, did a quick check of everything, got back in my truck and kept going without ever turning it off until I got to the mechanic shop. The weird thing here in California, I don't know if it's like this in every state, but you can't really buy a new starter. They have like rebuilt starters they put in there for you when you go to a mechanic, which I find strange. But 
It's one of those things where that's just what they have available, at least in my area when I change my starters. And it's something that's going to happen. So those are two noises you definitely don't want to hear. Another noise you don't want to hear, and sometimes you can hear this noise all the way from the front of the house if the pool is in the back. I had one account where the pool was a good 100 yards from the front, and I still heard this noise, and that's the motor bearings burning out. And this is usually a high-pitched squealing noise, like, you know, like 100 pigs, basically. And it's super loud, and I probably don't want to irritate you by trying to imitate it, but I'll give you just a little bit. It's kind of like, and it gets louder and louder. Um, it's not a good sound to hear, and it's much louder than what I just did there. But if you hear that noise, chances are the bearings in the motor are wearing out. Again, you can hear it pretty far away. Sometimes the customer neighbors will call the code enforcement and they'll be cited for it. But definitely not a good sound to hear because you'll have to replace that motor for the customer. Typically, a single-speed motor, these will make, you know, will burn out a lot faster than a variable speed. You won't hear them too much on VS motors. Usually the drive will fail. The drive is a controller on the back of the VS pump will fail before the motor bearings actually burn out. So they're really long lasting. But for a single speed pump, you're going to hear that noise. And it's definitely something that is going to require either replacing that motor or maybe an entire pump if it's really old or having it rebuilt. You could take the motor in and have the bearings rebuilt at a shop. It's probably like 150 bucks to have the bearings rebuilt. Usually, and you would just charge the customer. I don't advise you doing doing this yourself because sometimes it's hard to get certain parts off of an old motor. And if you take it to a shop, they have all the tools to do that. And they'll even tell you if it's even possible to rebuild it. The last thing you want to do is take it apart, thinking you can put the bearings in yourself, and you can't get the parts off, you know, because they're just so old. So take it into a shop that does it, and they'll rebuild it they usually warranty it for six months anything longer than that they just can't warranty because it may not last so if the customer wants to go with a rebuild on on the motor just let them know that it's a six month guarantee and they're probably better off buying a new one but that's up to them but yeah that noise is when you hear another noise you're going to hear at the motor is when you turn on the timer and you hear a click 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 and you may hear a bzzz and click so you may hear the click, click, or bzz and click. And that indicates that the starter capacitor is bad on that particular motor. And it happens often. So just like your truck, your starter goes bad. Same thing with the motor. It's, you know, starting and stopping, you know, once a day, basically. And after years of doing this, the capacitor goes out on it. And it's usually on the top, which are, it's easy to replace the ones that are on the top of the motor They just uh, clip off, and there's no real direction to clip the new one back on. But you have to match the capacitor. Now, there's some inside the back of the motors also, which are a little harder to get to, but you can get those off also. So the capacitor, you either have the run capacitor or start capacitor, depending on the pump, and these need to be matched up exactly to the capacitor number on there. Once you replace that, you won't have that problem anymore. But yeah, that's not a good sound either, especially if you're going to clean the pool and you need the pool running or if maybe the pool is starting to turn and get algae in it because it was, wasn't running all week. But a bad sound for sure. But an easy fix, you just need to get the right capacitor. And once you put it on there, that's that problem should be solved. Another sound you don't want to hear is any kind of sound of air being air leaking. 
you know, if you hear a sound anywhere at the equipment or by the filter or by the pump, or if you hear it by your truck, by the tire, which I've done before where I ran over it like a massive bolt and then I got out of my truck and I can actually hear the air being, you know, getting at, going, leaving the tire basically. And it was like a shh and it was like, oh man, that's not good. Um, but of course I have AAA, so they came and replaced the tire or put the spare tire in, I should say. But that noise is not good either by the equipment. So sometimes the air bleeder valve on top of the filter is sucking, is leaking air, and you you want to make sure you fix that right away. And sometimes the pump lid O-ring is the first thing I would check with the pump if you hear that noise. Sometimes it's the intake and discharge on the pump. You know, if the customer let the pool run low on water and you turn on the pump, you're going to actually hear the air being sucked in if... Um, you know, if the leak is big enough, sometimes you'll just see some water trickling out. But I've been at pools before where the the threaded part of the outlet is so melted from overheating, they actually can hear the air being sucked in, into the pump. And of course, it's not going to prime up with all that air going in there. And basically what happens when the pool runs low on water, so the pump gets extremely hot. If you've been doing this long enough, you've probably seen the shrunken head pump baskets before. Usually it's a whisper flow. They get extremely hot. So you open up the pump lid. The water's like boiling in there. And you take out the pump basket. It looks like one of those shrunken heads you see in the movies. You know, the head hunters. It's really tiny. It's like a small basket all shrunk and shriveled up. And that's because the pump gets extremely hot. So one thing that is affected are the threaded parts into the pump. So on top, there's threads, and on front, there's threads. And those usually have either Teflon tape or maybe use a joint stick on there to seal it. And when the pump gets that hot, they start to melt. The threads actually melt on the plumbing, and that causes that air to be sucked in. And you're going to hear that the air being sucked into the pump while it's priming up. Sometimes, again, it's the O-ring on top. Let's say that the customer didn't let the water run low, but you notice you're hearing that kind of hissing noise. The the O-ring on top may need to be replaced. I hear it often on the air bleeders for the Pentair filters, the air bleeder assembly. When those are going bad, you're going to hear some air still being sucked in, and you're going to may see some water leaking out. So you can definitely fix that. A temporary fix for that, and this is a Mickey Mouse fix, is you can just stuff it with some duct tape. I've done that before when I didn't have a spare one, but I always try to carry a spare air bleeder assembly for the Pentair filters. I've broken a few of those on occasion when I was taking the lid off and it fell on the ground. It happens, you know, you can have all kinds of accidents and that air bleeder is extremely fragile. It's good, I like it, it's one of my favorites, but those are things that you may experience with those. You held that the air being sucked into it. Even with the small old air bleeders, you may hear some air still. Another sound that you may not want to hear is someone calling your name, a customer calling your name. You're going through your route. You're doing really good that day. You're, you're getting through your pools at a really good pace, and you're clicking along. And then you hear the customer, oh, hi, how you doing today? That's a bad thing because, you know, you know you're going to be stuck there, and you have to kind of be polite. That's part of business. You have to be polite. You have to kind of talk to them and hear them out and, you know, maybe have some banter back and forth. There's a few uh, pool pros that have some ways of avoiding this. One pretends he speaks no English. That's uh, probably not the best way to do it, but he's done this for years. Another one, which I don't think is a good thing either, is he'll pretend that he's talking on the phone and then the customer comes out and, you know, they kind of 
understand he's busy, and so they walk away. But one time when he was doing this kind of uh, pantomime, his phone actually rang. So not a good, not a good look for sure. And you just want to, you know, try to be polite, but also try to ex- extra extradite yourself from the situation. Is that the right term? You just want to kind of, you know, escape from having a ten-minute conversation. What I find works best, and this is my method. If a customer comes out and I just don't have the time to talk to them, which is probably like all the time, I'll either go by the equipment, I'll be, I'll excuse myself and say, oh, I have to check on something, and I'll walk over to the equipment. Hopefully, there's like a, a a wall around it. A lot of here, a lot of them in California have brick walls, or they're they're far away. People can't see you, and I'll kind of just duck down and and not do anything for a minute or so, and hopefully they have left. The worst is when they like follow you out to the equipment. And, you know, it's like, oh man, this is I can't escape. And another thing you can do is actually excuse yourself and say you have to get something out of your truck and go to your truck and you know maybe fiddle around there for a minute or two. And hopefully, when you get back there, the customer has given up and has gone in. I guess the worst is when they're back there doing like yard work. That's like the worst situation I've run into. I'll get back there and they're like trimming their rose bushes or something. And of course, you're just stuck with that customer, and you know it's not a bad thing to talk to customers. Don't get me wrong; I enjoy it, but it's one of those things that can interrupt your day and slow you down, especially if they're really chatty. My best days are when I'm out there and I see nobody the whole day. But you may be the chatty type yourself, and you may like talking to the customers. I'm generally not. I just want to get my work done and get out of there. So that's one one thing you don't want to hear is a customer's voice while you're out there working. At least in my case. And the last noise you probably don't want to hear out there is noise of water running. That's not actually running in the pool equipment. So if you hear water running, like you know the sound of a garden hose, I guess I really can't imitate that too well. A trickling of water, or whatever. But yeah, you don't want to hear water running, and this happens all the time. You know, if you've been doing this long enough, you'll have a offline rainbow chlorinator where the tubing has cracked. I don't know why they use that tubing it's not really uv resistant and you'll have that crack on you and i've had this happen a few times where i get to the pool and i hear the water running and of course it's not the pool water running and i go back there and you'll see the pool water level is down also and i'll see that the chlorinator tubing has come off or cracked and you know that's not a good sound you also don't want to hear that sound because it could indicate a pipe is cracked by the equipment or the, you know, I've been to a pool before it was down like two feet and, you know, I went over by the equipment and I see that the pipe is cracked. So definitely not a sound you want to hear. You may hear this sound out of a backwash valve. So it's trickling and dripping, which means you have to repair that. So any sound of water running outside of the pool itself, it's not a good sound and you definitely want to address that. But it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I hear water somewhere and, you know, you have to find the source of it. And usually it's one of those things that I mentioned, you know, a pipe that's cracked, filter cracked. I've had that happen on a few occasions where I get back there and I hear the sound of water, but it's actually water coming out of a cracked filter top or bottom, um, which could be dangerous because it could actually, you know, fully crack and explode at any time. But yeah, any kind of water running is something that we don't like to hear. And it's one of the things that, you know, you're going to experience it, of course, because you do pool service. But that's a quick look at some of the noises you just don't want to hear out there on your pool route. If you're looking for other podcasts I've recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. 
That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I've recorded. And if you're interested in the pool, the coaching program I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.